this is crazy that we're finally meeting up here. Wow. Wow. What's it like stealing my life? <laughs> what's, what's Where it like, is Jesse? What's it like pretending to be me? Uh, uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know where Jesse is. I don't know. He it's, called me. I see Jesse's sexy gaze in that freeze frame of his his face. Oh, hey, hold on. I just got a crumpled note delivered by a falcon. I think it might be from Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm unfurling the note. And, oh, my God, the note is just several dead worms. <laughs> I'm drinking. You guys are drinking? <laughs> I am. I don't know if Alex is. I am. I am. Oh, no. I'm just having a nice gentlemanly water. It's kind of warm, kind of uh, from the tap. You know, I was about to ask if water could be gentlemanly, and then you described it, and I'm on board. Yeah. I'm gonna, maybe I'm going to put a little lemon wedge in it shortly. No. Hey, look. Speaking of weird, warm beverages, uh, Tiffany, my wife, uh, this was either last night or the night before... She says, I, I walk into the living room and I said, what are you drinking? And because it looks good. And she was like, oh, just some lemonade. I was like, cool. It looks like lemonade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I pick it up by the handle because it's in like a large glass mug. And uh, I take a sip of it and it's hot. Mm. It's hot lemonade. Okay. Is that this was... like a tea situation or... It just tasted like some straight up hot lemonade and I really had to I I had to it was one of those weird moments where you're totally thrown off by what just went into your mouth. Yeah. Jesse. It's uh, there's if there's one thing I've learned about uh uh through my time in consulting it's that uh everything's all about managing expectations in your mouth. In your mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot of that going on in consulting, too. I have yes. a feeling that at one point, Jesse was in a meeting, and then he took a sip of hot lemonade, and he just... <laughs> and, then, and then he just said, I have to go. And that was when he quit. <laughs> That's whenever he left uh, his last job. That's when I left Deloitte. Too much yeah. hot lemonade. <laughs> Cross the line that day. He's just all ready for it to be cold. And then he knew he could never trust anyone again. After he put Time that for some ice-cold goodbye. <laughs> nope. I, uh, I have to leave now. I'm done here. Okay. So, welcome to Wizard Opinions, episode 25. Uh, my name is Jesse Backstrom, and I am here with uh, two good friends of mine that I'm excited they're finally going to meet. Guys, Alex May, meet Ranish Vashish. Hi, I'm Ranish. Hi, I'm Alex. This has all gone wrong. <laughs> Oh, this is great that we're meeting, Alex. I can't believe it. I really need to... I, I, I got a lot of dental work that I need just because 
people need dentistry and stuff, but I don't know a lot of dentists. Wow, Renish, it's really hard for you to talk about dentistry stuff. You don't know anything about it. Did you know, know Renish, did you know that not only am I a dentist, but I'm also married and I have children? <laughs> That's crazy talk. That's just yeah, like I... Al Bundy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was Al Bundy a dentist? <laughs> no, Al Bundy was not a dentist. So you you are right. There are some problems with my analogy. I apologize, <laughs> Ranish. That's what I like about Ranish. He's sharp. He's always on the ball. I was about to say. Actually, I mean, come on. He seems smart. He seems smart and handsome. He does. Well, I mean, you know, I had a girlfriend back in eighth grade one time, and I really thought uh, it was going to work out. No, Ranish, you didn't have a girlfriend in the eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're so right. That's Rinesh, where Renish that's where Renish you know draws so the well line. Already. <laughs> Implicating Rinesh. that he's had some romantic relationship in the past is where Renish just draws the line. Rinesh, Let's pull the veil back. You, we can't uh, have this continue. Renish, why don't you relax and I will tell you about your life? <laughs> I will fill you in. I think this is great, Alex. Since since you have, you've had you actually maintained the uh, Renish Wikipedia page, do you not? Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a core contributor. That's uh, why I'm so excited. This is the first time you guys have met. Nice. Yeah. What? So you're the one. So you're the one who posted that stuff about all the the biometrics and the the weird the weird uh, specific measurements and and strange mole placement and all the, all of those things that. Nobody else should know. Well, about. I helped him out a little bit with that, but uh, yeah. Oh, okay. so yeah, let's okay. let's just let uh, let Alex tell you a little bit about your life, Renish. Okay, yeah, nice. uh, let's uh, let's go into the mole placements. <laughs> no, no, Alex, please tell me. Pause I mean, for just, laughter. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me. I'll tell you about all about it. Yeah. Pause for Talk applause. For... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm, I just pulled it up. The best part about you, Ranish, is that you upload everything to the cloud, and we all really appreciate that. Cloud's good. Um, uh, let's see, we have one mole on your back, and it's just an arrow that points down, and then below that is a mole that says, Smooth Jazz. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> you, have a, you have another mole uh, further down the back. And it's uh, it's actually the Chinese character for uh, bloody teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love uh, I, I, I love that you mentioned the smooth jazz mole because it yeah. it matches it matches uh it matches my soft rock mole as well. And uh, what? That's not on your cloud data. What are you? I well, it looks. It's not actually my soft. This rock is a recent mole. growth. Yeah, yeah. It just it just looks like Richard Marks. <laughs> it doesn't uh, actually say soft rock. That's right. Yeah, I just call it my soft rock mole because it's what it feels like whenever I whenever I feel it like braille under my leathery fingertips, mm. reaching back. I've had kind of a rough day, so I'm going to let you guys take it. And I know these people don't want to hear me complain. Uh, Ranish, how have you been, man? <coughs> I haven't talked to you in a while. It's good to hear from you. 
Uh, I've been good. I've been good. To catch all the Wizard Opinions listeners up, uh, I am Ranish, not actually Alex May. Uh, Whoa. Ooh, it's a callback. Only the original Die Hard Wizard Opinions fans will remember episode, I don't know, number two or three? Yeah, I think it was the prequel. I think it was the prequel. I think it was episode zero. (laughs) Um, uh, I've been good lately. I've been really killing it here in Chicago. I uh, am a well-paid computer programmer. I do a lot of improv comedy. It's kind of awesome. So, um, I don't know. What what, what kind of stuff do you work with, like, in terms of your computer programming career i'm a web developer on sears's e-commerce team hmm. all right okay I know yeah how that is see this is the thing about being a computer person don't ever ask us to talk about our jobs alex <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> it's not great it's not i don't find it unfun but it's not fun I mean I'm, we could do a fresh air about it maybe but i don't think it belongs on a comedy podcast yeah yeah I, I get one thing that people don't realize is I get pretty mean at work, and people don't think that about me. They don't think I'm a mean guy. You don't strike me as a mean guy. You have to be a little mean to do this type of work. Otherwise, people will be like, oh, hey, Renish, can you do this for me today? And I'll be like, nope. And I'll, just, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm going to lunch, too. And then I have to take a very generous lunch to assert my power. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. If you don't take like an hour and twenty minute lunch, then your other options to take like a fifteen minute lunch. So Those I are the think. only two. I can vouch for that. You're yeah. either eating at your desk or you're back in two hours. Yeah. Sad so desk I, lunch or s- strip club party. So Those are the two places is, you can. The go. statement is made either way. It's you're, yeah. you're sending a message. <clears throat> And what side of the statement do you want to be on? Because there are people who they'll, you know, like, I'll see messages on our little work chat at, like, 5.40 p.m. And I've been gone for an hour at that point. And it's just like, who are you, you know? Come on, man. Me, most likely. Jesse, what were you doing at work so long today? Uh, I was at work really long today because I have a really important thing due this week, and our entire network pooped the bed over the weekend, so I had to wait for a bunch of other people to do to fix their stuff before I could fix my stuff. So I was there Ooh. for a long time. Oh, boy. And I will be there for a long time for the next four days. <laughs> Everybody smile. <laughs> so you, it, while you're waiting for other people to get their things done... What do you do? Uh, I desperately scramble to try and get my stuff done without their stuff. Mm. Even though it's like, I'm at, you know, it's extremely inefficient. That's right, folks. Welcome to Wizard Opinions, where we talk about efficiency and programming. <laughs> uh, we're going to be going over some big O notation later. Uh, if you don't know what that is, we'll kept you up, catch you up on it. That, uh, that's the complexity that your code <clears throat> runs at. We're going to review that later. There's a quiz tomorrow. I, uh, I have a fun little anecdote about code efficiency. Honest to God, it's fun. Uh, oh, Jesus, right. you're setting this up. You came out, you said, <laughs> I'm a computer programmer, I'm an uh-huh. improv comedian, and uh-huh. I got a story to tell you. Yeah, how am I still single? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's a big setup. Let's yeah. get the payoff. <clears throat> it's not an anecdote in that there's a story with... I, I have to routinely explain to people at Sears, because everyone's philosophy is just always work on the problem, even though it would make more sense to wait till someone else is done to then take up from what they've done and then you finish it. So I tell them, I say, I could do this for you, 
But it would be a lot like attacking the Pentagon with a banana until you get a missile in 40 days. And then they go like, what are you saying? And I'm like, well, listen, let's say you're going to get a missile in 40 days to attack the Pentagon. And in the meantime, all you have is a banana. Are you really going to go take the banana up to the Pentagon and start attacking it in the meantime? Or are you just going to sit back and wait till you get the missile? And then they all go, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And that's the anecdote. I say it like that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you actually end the conversation. And that's the anecdote. I think that's the anecdote. (laughs) And that's... And that's the anecdote. But I use that all the time, and I think people were beginning to like remember. Cause like it's a bit like attacking the Pentagon with a banana, and then they'll go, "Oh, okay," and then they just they walk away. Man, that's a great way to get people to leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, one thing I like to do is when I tell a joke, mm-hmm. and it completely flatlines. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how sometimes you tell a joke and then you realize people aren't really sure if you just told a joke? Yeah. I like to do Jesse my best. knows this feeling very, very well. well. Very well. And I like to <laughs> I like to punctuate those moments by doing my best Paul Rudd impression and just going, end of joke. <laughs> end of- <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I feel like you have a good career in improv ahead of you, Jesse. <laughs> I have a bad career in improv behind me. I think that's really what the case is. What? Did you already try improv then quit it? I did improv for quite a long time, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) End of joke. End of joke. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been, Alex? I've been um, <clears throat> really, uh, I've been pretty stressed. You know, actually, this week, oddly enough, I've been, like, so far, yesterday and today, been really uh, relaxed and laid back. And every day, for the last two weeks up until today or yesterday, been pretty freaking stressed out working on a presentation. And, what's, uh, what, what now? What's the presentation? It is a. Uh, periodontal disease diagnosis competency presentation. <laughs> oh, dude, don't get me started. I'm not. This is like the worst thing in the world. This is the worst thing I've ever worked on, and that's that's why it's it's been just torture trying to churn this thing out. I can't. Are you doing slides? Can't. How are your slides? <laughs> I mean, they're awful. <laughs> I tried to make them at least look good. They're awful. This whole thing is terrible. It's it's like, I mean, pulling teeth would be better than oh, this. No. <laughs> End of joke. End of joke. <laughs> but um, see, uh, honestly, though, it, it's uh, it, it's like. I'm finishing it and presenting it the day before the end of our semester. <laughs> so that's really good, right? I had a year. Oh, yeah. I had a, a year had a essentially year. to find a patient and do this. I was only approved to do this within the last two months. And um, so now I'm going to be presenting it. 24 hours before it's due after a year of, of time. Are you just going to take like a like an RCA handheld camera and film the inside of this person's mouth and have that be the presentation? Oh my god, that would make it so much easier. We had to <laughs> I had to I had to torture this person and take like 50 pictures of the inside of their mouth 
with all these mirrors and lasers and uh-huh. uh, cameras lasers. with swivel this necks. Is starting to get interesting. Cameras with swivel necks, and you know the you remember those things that look around corners, Jesse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember those. Um, no, seriously though, it, it's awful, and <clears throat> it, it's it's a presentation that is married to a couple of forms that are tied to a real life patient, where I'm making a shackled, diagnosis. you might say, to a real life patient. They're heavy. Yes, <laughs> and <clears throat> I I I make a I make a diagnosis at the end, and uh, I have to defend it, and the teachers sign off on it, and blah blah blah, 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 blah whatever. Is it's it gingivitis? Terrible. Do they have gingivitis? <laughs> they do have some gingivitis. They do have some. But it's so all. It, do you do you lie a little bit to make it kind of sexy? To be like, yeah. it's cancer. <laughs> no, you have that cancer. Been way more and interesting. Like a year, like a week after, <laughs> it wasn't cancer. No, well, I, just I had to like make it. I had like fifteen patients in a row where I'd be like. We Can need to I make it believable. One? You're going to have to go through two rounds of chemotherapy. <laughs> Just don't worry. You're I'd fine. Be like, well, I'd be like, Can I use this one for my comp? And my professor would say, No, he's from Australia. He'd be like, No, 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 no. And I'd be like, Okay, whatever. So I, I'd find somebody else and I'd be like, Can I use this one? He'd be like, No, 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 no. Interesting no, thing no, about no, Australians, no, you actually no, have no, to work out no. what they mean by the frequency of the nose. It's like Morse, it's like Morse code. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only word they speak. No, probably, no, 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 probably no, four no. notes was a yeah. You're, you're actually probably right because I've had way more interesting patients than this one come through, and now I'm like, okay, well, there's uh, not a whole lot of cool stuff going on, and um, whatever. So yeah, anyway, I've been uh, digging I- through terrible research papers and making slides and. Uh, reading all sorts of research articles and it sucks and i've kind of over it and that's why i'm stopped stressing about it and so yeah have you guys seen daredevil i saw the first episode i've seen uh i've seen all the episodes now and i I had to watch them all alone because it's a dark, gritty, violent crime thing, and my <laughs> wife did not won't watch like it. it. No, I liked my wife it. hated it. I might watch the second episode tonight because Tiffany hated it. My wife all wouldn't the, watch the rest of it with me. All the kids getting kidnapped and the women raped and the and the pudding and the z- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, did you zing it? Did you get it? Can I I ask you two questions about your field? Sure. Okay, question one. When you guys see a really bad, diseased pair of teeth, do you guys think, do you ever, like, like when you're looking at the photos, does anyone ever go, you know, it's actually really beautiful if you think about it? (laughs) No, not at all. No. No? No, you just, you get to a point where you just, you've probably seen a whole lot worse, and so you're just, I mean, like, the thing, it, it, the disease, nasty stuff is never like pretty. Like people's teeth are so weird and different. And, like you're telling me, there's not cool. one. There's not one guy who gets off on it. Yeah, <laughs> probably the dental is. profession is oh, pretty yeah. specific, Alex. Oh, and he, yeah. someone's what going I, into that with a fetish. What I've been working on in terms of 
uh, periodonics and you know whatnot. Those are the weirdos of dentistry for sure. And um, so I'm I'm certain that there are all sorts of very they're the ones weird. that are like saving teeth after they pull them. Oh no, I do that too. You oh, that's too? just something that we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a jar of teeth, like somewhere in your it's house? Got a necklace. I, let me tell you what's funny. <laughs> I have a, I have a great value milk jug of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they and stay it, fresher in milk. That's it's so. In the, uh, that's that's more disturbing than just a jar of teeth. <laughs> I know, I know. But here's the funny thing: I get it from a dentist, like that. I, I the. The jug that I have, I got it from a dentist that I've never met him before, but I called his <laughs> office one time. We've only met through Craigslist. You only got his teeth from a guy. I think he's a dentist. There. I've never seen his degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he, well, look, it, it, he's got a lot of nitrous and I mean, he's, it, but I, I, mean, I he called calls him and I'll, but also most of these teeth are Asian bird's teeth. <laughs> Uh, is I have it Vin to, uh, Diesel, Alex? Did you get a milk jug full of teeth from Vin Diesel? I did. I have to get. I have so to get nitrous. real teeth. I have to get real teeth so that uh, every now and then, so that I can <clears throat> prepare for root canals and crowns and necklace making and and uh, collage making Arts, and stuff like Arts that. Like macrame. Yeah, exactly. Macrame, whatnot. And um, so I called this dentist office, and they're like, "Yeah, come on by and get some." And uh, I walk in, and they're like, yeah, here are the teeth. I've never seen the dentist before. I don't know what he looks like. The The lady behind the desk recognizes me, though, and she just pulls out a milk jug of teeth every time I come by. <laughs> and so now, whenever I have extra teeth, I just put them in there. And so, wow. you know. Mm. And they're not just clickety clacking around in in like the open air though. They're in like a mixture of bleach and water. They're weirdly is... accurately labeled and <laughs> yeah. filed yes. in the correct according no, to the size. No, they smell like they they smell like bleach and and it's really you know it's d- even more disturbing because they have that terrible old you know bleach smell on them. So it's well, it's it though it is very gross. It is. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, yeah, we do get off on that. So, okay, okay. Quest, question two. I read this recently. I was reading about uh, ED, erectile dysfunction, and they yeah. said one of the causes is like plaque and like gingivitis on your teeth. And is that a thing you mm, you've heard of? I got to go to the dentist. That is not a thing I've heard of. Okay, so that the article it was on like the Mayo Clinic's website, and they said that. Hellman's something in the way like your body attacks gingivitis causes it to also like somehow stop your boner. Well, it's because it, it has something to do with um, other people's gingivitis stopping your boner. <laughs> I think that's what it's trying to say. Oh, that's oh yeah. I see. Yeah, like other when people having really huge what? deposits of plaque and bleeding, it you know, makes, when your, you, it makes you know, your boner cry. You know when you make out with someone and then your mouth is just filled with blood right afterwards? It's very, yes. hard. very hard. You get that You get that feeling in your mouth like you just ate a Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> like it's like coated oh, in baby oil. Now you're talking my yep. language. You know that something's oh. wrong. Mm. Oh. What kind of work does he do? <laughs> I I never told you guys I went to a nitrous party once. Have you guys ever Did been to one really? of those? No. 
No, I've heard of That's them. They were very popular in the twenties. Yeah, I uh, I was out with some friends one night, and they in your twenties hey, or the party 1920s. like right near our house. So we like went out there, and it was uh, some people at Airbnb. They had rented a room, and there was just like forty kids in there with a tank of nitrous, just just putting it into a balloon and then like swallowing it or whatever. And then everyone was like, "Oh, you got to try this nitrous drainage." I was like. I just took stock of the people in the room, and I went, I don't think I want to try the nitrous. <laughs> and you then, probably were making a wise decision that night. Well, at the end of the night, my friend comes up to me and he goes, hey, like this isn't dental-grade nitrous. This is automotive-grade nitrous. It's the stuff oh, they wow. put in your car tires. Mm. And then I was like, oh, like that mm. seems... Oh, in that case, whip it Honestly, good. Let's get it down. it felt a little trashy to say, if I can be honest. It wasn't that I was against the idea of doing nitrous. It's that to do it in a rented Airbnb with a bunch of kids who looked like they just dropped out of college and it was meant for cars. That felt like I was like, I'm too far along. Uh, if this life. was per- prescription yeah. grade, I might be on board, but I, I I can respect that. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story is that we had a. Uh, I once I rented a an Airbnb of, uh, in Chicago. Worth of uh, a prolonged nitrous party, which was our nitrous class. Oh. And so we we had two weeks of class where we had all sorts of lectures and quizzes uh, about nitrous. And the history of it, and the physiology, and uh, <clears throat> all sorts of things about you know how to monitor people and know. So we rented someone... an Airbnb in Chicago. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, it was awesome because for the, for like two and a half weeks after that, every time the class would meet, instead of meeting in classroom, we met in. Uh, Alex fell down another well. Another well. Dead. He's doing Dead. nitrous Dead. right Dead. now. Dead. Dead. Nitrous. nitrous. Alex, don't do those awful drugs. Uh, okay, I'm back. Okay, you're back. Oh, that was deep, guys. Okay, sorry. Okay, uh, where was I? My brain I like you actually, okay. It's like you did just come down from nitrous right then. Yeah. Just like, oh, wait a second. Where am I? Okay. What are we doing? Okay, oh, okay, yeah. So, okay, uh, nitrous party. In my brain. Okay, so I was, we had like two weeks of nitrous, so we would show up at the clinic and hook up the machines, and then they'd be like, uh, you know, drop in, drop out, and then they'd turn on some weird, like, Pink Floyd, and then the smoke machines would start going just real slow. I can't on the tell floor, if you're joking. No, <laughs> no, but really, honestly, we would, uh, we would give each other nitrous for an hour and then we would swap places and we would give it to our partner and it was totally amazing and the coolest (laughs) class in dental school bar none coolest class i ever had of my educational career wow so yeah way i mean like super awesome i was i told i told my friend uh because they they would say uh all right now you know don't ask them how they feel. Ask them what they feel. And uh, my friend Kyle, he was my he was my partner at the time, and he would say, uh, "What do you feel?" And I and I told him at one point, and I was I was like on a very high percentage, and uh, I said, "I've I've transformed from 
a young man. I, okay, hold on. What did I say? I've evolved from simply a man at a desk <laughs> learning or studying problems to a weathered journeyman traversing the planes of my consciousness. I think that's what it was. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And so we had a fantastic time. And now, look, <clears throat> I have to say, because I am, you know, in the position that I am in, um, that Downward dog. I, yes, I am. I am actually in uh, Warrior One pose right now. Um, but I have to say, you know, I, I, I do respect that you didn't do that that day. And I think it's a very bad idea because, you know, those people could really, you know, hurt themselves and, you know, create a very bad situation that, you know, they wouldn't be able to handle. It wouldn't be, uh, it, you know, equipped to handle. And so I think it's good that you didn't, you know, go for it and, and, whatever but uh in terms of uh dentistry grade nitrous and doing it in a clinical context and with you know sanctioned by the ada and my dental school inside of a classroom it was totally amazing and i would do it a hundred more times if i could <laughs> Okay, this nice. is something I was bizarrely thinking about the other day. Whatever happened to Alex? She knits robots uh, for Etsy, and that's I'm down all with I that. know. Yeah. You know what's funny is when he said knits robots, I was like, this has to be a joke. And then when he said <laughs> no. Etsy, Etsy made it totally make sense in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm not joking, which is weird. <laughs> she knits these, like, robot-like... You know, they just... That like, sounds pretty darn cool. They're, they're, they're neat, I guess. I mean, yeah, so there was a while where I didn't accept her friend requests and stuff because, you know, life. And yeah. then I was just like, cool, a robot. And then I was like, okay, whatever. I'm in. <laughs> okay, we can be <laughs> friends, I guess. You made robots. That's cool. That's, that's a cooler robot than I ever made, for sure. Wouldn't it be cool if she had, she had sent you a knitted robot with a note that said that said this is what your feelings are like? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. That, that would be amazing. I would have actually laughed. Yeah. Even way harder than that at, than, than I did at that joke. I, that would be amazing. Yeah. End of joke. But yeah, I do know. So I've seen a couple movies recently, which is odd because I normally don't see I don't see movies on time. And I'd have to say I think I might like the new Fast and Furious movie more than I like the new Avengers movie. Hate? Oh wow! I can't. I'm. I'm. It's not that I don't like the Avengers movie. I think it's fantastic. I really liked the new Fast and Furious movie. I didn't even know there was a new Fast and Furious movie. Dude, Fast 7, or is it Furious 7? I don't know, man. It's the seventh one. FF7. Is it as good as as Final Fantasy 7? No. What could be as good? 
<laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay, so there can only be one FF7. You know, dude. it it may have been an inter- inspiration. There are some central themes that I think connect the two. Yeah. So yeah, is Vin Diesel it, like the Red Thirteen of Fast and the Furious? No, I think Luda is. I will say there's this one point where they're supposed to be going to a fancy dress party, and it's like, you know, they play some techno music or whatever as these people are walking away from the sunset. It's like every cast member in their suits and dresses and stuff like that. And Ludacris looks like the only person in that group who has ever worn a suit. (laughs) Nice. He really does. Well, I saw the new Avengers movie on Saturday. I also saw it on Saturday. It's fantastic. Gosh, I freaking loved it. And I watched it with Ezra, which made it even better. Oh, that's got to be great. Renee Ezra is my five-year-old son, and uh, uh, it was oh, it was amazing. Like whenever, okay, and I won't. The way you felt seeing that movie with Ezra is probably the way Lizvik felt seeing the movie with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for him. No, but look, I actually really enjoyed it. So like, I I, I enjoyed it so much, and uh, the vision. Or if you would just want to call him Vision, it's one of my favorite characters, and uh, I love the way that he was brought about, and the way that he was portrayed, and the the his his makeup and special effects and and what have you are awesome. And uh, the coolest thing was that he shoots onto the scene. I'm trying not to ruin it for you, Renish, if you haven't seen it. He shoots onto the scene in a in an abrupt way. Bam. Okay, there's you know this is how he comes into being on the in the movie and uh, Ezra looks at me and he goes that's the vision and it was like such a proud moment because I hadn't <laughs> said he a rec- word he recognized it yeah I hadn't said a word and he knew exactly who he was and so it was awesome I mean and uh, granted like I'm not like a huge comic book dork. Like in a good way, saying that in a good way. I just love uh, the Marvel universe and and you know following those storylines and 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 that movie was to me way better than the first one. Like I, I was it. I was really afraid going to see it because there are so many characters and so many storylines and so much stuff in it that I expected it to be kind of a mess, but it was so excellently weaved together like i feel like all the characters had the right motivations to do what they were doing it all you know it made sense the choices that the characters made yeah and it it was just so well put together that i i was i was very happy with it yeah super cool um and then we got the or we we came home to jackson and ezra had his kindergarten graduation yesterday we got ezra or Ezra got some money for his graduation from uh, his grandmother, and uh, he wanted to get the Hulkbuster armor, the Lego one. So we went out and got it for him, and I spent like two hours thinking that some pieces were lost <laughs> because Karis had put them under the recliner. <clears throat> that happens. It was it was awesome, and so I finally finished it, and uh. I was like, Ezra, we have to take pictures of this. And he was like, yes. And so he was like, I was going to just take pictures of the, of the, you know, 
finished product. And but instead, Ezra was like, "Hold on!" And he's, he's fist pumping in the background of that one picture that I, I posted, <laughs> and it's like the best picture ever because of his like fist pumping action. It's my uh, it's like one of my favorite pictures of him ever. So yeah, he loved it, and I loved it, and now I'm just waiting for uh, Ant Man. I mean, Ant Man's gonna be awesome. Ant Man's gonna be great. It's Paul Rudd. But no, look, Ant Man is gonna be great. Ant Man is gonna be great. Best actor, least funny human. <laughs> <laughs> I love Paul Rudd to death. He's no, he's but, like he's like Norm Macdonald in my, he's like a cuddly Norm Macdonald where where Norm Macdonald is really angry all the time and Paul Rudd is like soft and cuddly but the thing that makes both of them funny is that they're not funny. Oh gosh, dude. If you understand what I'm saying? Yes, but the, the uh, um Ant-Man is going to be awesome. Yes. But even more awesome than that is going to be next year when Doctor Strange comes out. I'm. I don't know about Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, and guess who's playing Doctor Strange? Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I'm Cumberbatched out though. Dude, give no. me a break. Mm, no, after no. his hey, after his portrayal of Khan, I'm a little. I I lost my trust in Cumberbatch. Oh, Although I'll man. say, not his fault. Look, that was the writer's fault. But no, not his. I, I but. watched. I watched. I watched him as Khan before I ever watched him as Sherlock, and so I hadn't. I it, it was a reversal of your disappointment for me. I could, you know, I could I, see that. I watched him as Khan, and I was like, okay, that was whatever. And then I watched all of Sherlock, and I'm like, what? And so now I am pumped up, whereas you were kind of torn down. Ranish, you don't consume media. What do you think? I actually, I, I'm probably not going to see the Avengers. I only saw the first one because I was on a plane. And uh, I have no clue what Ant-Man is. I just Googled it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I was really, really shocked to see that Paul Rudd is leading a Marvel like movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? If you know anything about the character, Paul Rudd is like the perfect person to play Ant-Man. I have to. So is Ant-Man going to be a, a comedy action? Like, is it? Well, so like, pretty much all the Marvel movies are comedy actions. All, all the movies are pretty funny. Avengers especially is super funny. But, yes, uh, I, I remember watching that, that it was a funny movie, yeah. But Ant- Ant-Man is, the whole joke about Ant-Man is he is a superhero, but his powers are kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's well, not, really he's not super silly. Great. So this is going to be like if we cross, uh, what was that Ben Stiller movie where he was a, a, a bad Daredevil. superhero? Yes, it was, so we're going to cross <laughs> Daredevil. No, it's uh, the uh, it was William H. Macy, Ben Stiller... Janine Garofalo had a big crush on Janine Garofalo at the time. Was it my uh, super, my super ex? No, no that's no, my no, thermos. That's, that's silly. That's a modern thing. Uh, I'm actually going to Google it right now because. Okay, well, look, while you're saying that, let me say this. When I first saw that. Mystery uh, Men, Rudd- that's it. It's, it's oh, going to be yeah, like yeah, Mystery yeah. Men crossed with a Marvel movie. It's going to be great. That's well, my prediction. My first thing about when I saw Paul Rudd was going to star as. Uh, Ant Man, I was like, Paul Rudd's gonna be Hank Pym? What? No! <laughs> no, Hank Pym's no, terrible. No, that's. 
there was no way that he could be Hank Pym. And then I was like, and this is going to be By the a way, Hank, movie. Hank, Hank Pym, one of the more fan, the, the guy who was Ant-Man before the current Ant-Man was like a terrible wife beating drunk, like actual horrible person. Yeah. Well, and he was also like a weird, like he wanted to be a pacifist as an expression of his like remorse towards like his own, uh, as like, like, like a, like a out, outward expression of like his uh remorse for being such a terrible person okay i'm gonna list of the the director of ant-man i'm gonna list a few of the things he's directed ranish and i think i'm gonna get you on board okay do it hit it upright citizens brigade oh the television okay. show the tele- mr show with bob and david oh the weird owl show what? What? You just... No way. That's, Are you kidding me? That's right the guy now? who's directing Ant-Man. He also directed a bunch of stuff like New Girl and Yes Man and The Breakup, but we don't care about those. We care about Mr. Show, <laughs> Upright Citizens Dude. Brigade, and The Weird Al Show. Upright Citizens Brigade was the best and show the television adda- ever had. And the television adaptation of Gross Point Blank. Or Gross uh, Point Blank, excuse me. Her bros... Gross... Point <laughs> <laughs> Bro's groin pull is one of my favorite television series that he's that he's directed. Oh, dig it! Okay, well, you know what? Um, I happen to live next to a movie theater, uh, so, so if perhaps you, if you want to invest in a Marvel movie, I would suggest that one. Yeah, it's instead of seeing the new Avengers. Uh, maybe, yeah, sure. Well, I just think the, that the I, new Avengers I is a commitment that. because it's like they're all characters I'm in love with, but it's two and a half hours long. There's a lot to follow, so I can yeah. understand <clears throat> someone not liking it. But and I I know that uh, Paul Rudd and the character of Ant Man uh, is it will have uh, face value humor that isn't tied to some sort of a nerdy callback that only you know it, there's not going to be a lot of things yeah that it's not going to be deep to canon. know yeah i uh i don't actually one thing that's weird about me is i don't mind if i enter into something without having seen it from the beginning case in point i watch game of thrones but i only started watching it like in the middle of season three and i never went back and watched the beginning of the show so I'm not too bothered if I, like, I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, well, I mean... You're I, a man of the moment. That's what I say. See, the I past is not... The past is already gone, Alex. That's why they call it the past. Listen. We're, listen all, about, we're all about the present. The future, have, that hasn't happened yet. You can't control it, Alex. We I live in the moment. Ranish lives in the moment. I have computers to program. I have improv to improvise. I have podcasts to pod. I don't have time to go back and then watch everything. I'm not a machine. Ranish, are you well. a machine? Ranish, bot. I'm not a machine. Sorry, boys. <laughs> not a robot. I'm sorry, boys. Sorry. I got so much juice. I invested these ten years of trying to be your friend and thinking it was all going to pay off when the when the machines revolted, but I guess. <laughs> to I that, guess I, say, with this to that I say, sorry, boys, not a robot. That's all I can say. <laughs> Jesse was hoping for a reenactment of a Bjork music video when the when the robots revolted oh. that's that's my nightcap alex that's what i do in my <laughs> that's what i do in my bathroom before i go to sleep <laughs> 
Sorry, boys. By Not a robot. <laughs> I love Rooney's just keeps saying it. <laughs> Not a robot. Sorry, guys. Not a robot. <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of Val Kilmer, we we are talking to an iteration of Val Kilmer right here. From a me? Different, no. Yes. Yes. D- Jesse me? is like they don't Jesse call it, a, they don't call it no and Alex. Yes, Renish, you're an iteration of Val Kilmer. How nice <laughs> of you guys! Yes, How very nice. Well, if you think about it in terms of like you know time cop. In terms, in terms of talent, in terms of talent, we have, uh, we do, we do have, we have two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. In terms of talent, we have, we have a young Valcomer. We have a a very talented Valcomer in Renish. In terms of kind of pudgy white guy who's blonde, we have a Valcomer in Jesse Baxter. And but we don't have a time cop. Am I clear on that? No time cop. uh, What I'm saying is that in time cop. They, there's, uh, there's... So they uh, switch each other's faces. There's, <laughs> yeah. In Time Cop, Jet Li trades places with Jack Nicholson, and then they both gang up on, uh, Nick, Nicholas Cage, and they oh, have to travel so between dimensions. Jesse find- and I, Jesse and I are Jack Nicholson and Jet Li, and you're Nicholas Cage, and we're all Time I am. Cops. I am. And, and... <laughs> Val Kilmer, unfortunately, didn't get the part. You know, there's like a Jet Li with blonde hair who's like a surfer dude. So, you know, has the, anything could happen. Ranish, as yeah. the one of us who's not drinking, do you know what we're talking about right now? Yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, first off, you guys really like me because you're complimenting me so much, which I really appreciate. Um, I think we you're talking about all these things if we didn't love Val Kilmer so much is what's really Let me tell you, I am going to set a stage for you, Alex. Yes. And this is, I, I mean, can you really imagine anything more, more wondrous than this? You're at the hotel pool. You're sitting in your lounge chair uh, uh-huh. behind your New York Times, Alex. Uh-huh. You got your shades uh-huh. pulled low because uh, uh-huh. you're married and you don't want your wife to notice you looking at the girls in the pool. Mm-hmm. And who comes? Ooh. And who comes out of the sliding hotel door? Bill then, Corman. Then just a decked out, sexy. He's he's already wet. He hasn't even been in the pool. Whoa! Completely yeah. hairless, Ranish Vashish. <laughs> just oh. there's like like Phoebe Cates. Hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were. He's strolling out towards the pool. He might as well have, like, the James Bond music playing. And he slowly, slowly unwraps his towel from around his torso. Okay, now, now you've got me interested. And slowly wades into the small end of the pool because he hasn't really learned how to swim yet. This is true. Uh, that happens. Can you imagine anything more wonderful than that, Alex? I want to. I want to first say that I don't remember why you started this whole mind picture. I'm, but... I'm just complimenting Ranish. Ranish, I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> but I'm with you. I'm on just painting this. a beautiful picture. 
you you are you are the Bob Ross of of Renish pictures. <laughs> Of mental Renish images, you are the no, boss. No, I follow this route because I'm. We're going. My wife and I are going to Santa Monica soon, and uh, I decided to rent a hotel with a pool, even though we're going to be on the ocean. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't want to go to either. But I've just. I've just been thinking about how awkward the pool is for me, and and has been my whole life. I've never liked pools, but I feel like Renish is a man who could really own a pool. He can own any situation mm. he walks into. Let's be clear you know, about that. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys one Let's thing. Let's be honest about that. I, uh, I was recently with some friends in Jamaica and I was a little worried that I would be a little self-conscious on the beach and I wasn't at all. I was completely fine being shirtless on the beach. It was uh, everyone was shocked. They were like, you know, we, we you seem like a person who would be <laughs> like, no, they said they were like, you seem like a person who would be nervous about how you look. And I was like, I thought I would be too. As, as you <laughs> began like, to... Did they say you seem like a person who would be nervous or you seem like a person who should be nervous? <laughs> it's, I, it's a fair... Yeah, you're right. Because, uh, like, I mean, it's like, come on, guys. Give me a yeah. break here. I, uh, I, was, I, was, I was shocked. As, I mean, as, as you as you cross your arms and grab the bottom of your shirt and slowly peel it yeah. <laughs> upwards over your torso, Jamaican mambo playing in the background. Do they mambo? I'm sure they mambo. Here's they do the everything. I Jamaican mambo. You were Jamaican me crazy. I think I, I don't know about mambo, but I seem to think of like a some YouTube videos of people limboing. Well, you see, I would have gone with Bob Marley, but you can't <clears> like Renisha's. There's too much electricity there for Bob Marley. So continue. You were in Jamaica on the beach. I, I was, and yeah, it was a fantastic time. And uh, yeah, I uh, I really I, I brought that confidence back with me to Chicago. I've had to be shirtless for a few things, oddly enough, here in the city. And yes. I was just mm-hmm. wonderfully fine in front of everybody seeing me shirtless. It did not bother me. Did you do any improv scenes shirtless? I did a solo comedy piece where I was not wearing a shirt. And it was that is, in front of. Did you yeah. shave the old chesty chesty chest? Let me tell you, that takes confidence right there. I uh, I did not shave. I did not even like. I have a I have a perfect amount of chest hair. It's I'm really blessed <laughs> in that regard. I can I, only I, imagine. I have spot on chest hair. Um, and actually, I ended up like meeting some people as a result of my. Well, hey. <laughs> So. That's how it works. <laughs> you give them, you give them a little taste. They got to come back for more later. Yeah, you know. Meow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I met so. a, I met a lady with a hundred cats, and now we're going on a date. I do feel like you, I I was being honest about that. I feel like you are someone with a lot of confidence, Renish, and you can really own situations that would make me uncomfortable. You know, I, I transitioned early uh, from a young man who uh, had to wear a shirt in the pool uh, so he didn't get cancer to a young man who wore a shirt in the pool because he was fat and then to a shirt, to, to a man who wouldn't wear a shirt in the pool because uh, he lost that fat and then had 
just copious amounts of skin hanging from his <laughs> from his hollow bones. Oh, Jesse, you act like you have like some sort of like chewed bubble gum just hanging from every, your limbs, just all yeah. over the place. Mm, big Give league, me a break. big league chew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big league chew would be a. I think that's a perfect way to describe Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're yes. like a melted action figure. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, a Stretch Armstrong that's been through the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> but that's enough that's enough about my gross body. Alex, what about your gross body? What have you got going on? My gross body. Um my gross body last week I went three days in a row not being not having a good opportunity to take a shower because I was preparing my presentation the whole Define time. Define good opportunity. A good opportunity being, hey, I'm at my house and it's not absolutely critical that I go to sleep right now so that I don't like, you know, completely want to die tomorrow. And so I would get home and it would be, you know, absolutely critical time for me to be like shed my clothes and uh you know go to go immediately to sleep and i i, and I will tell have, you, you this had much. band practice with the rippers <clears throat> i did i had band practice with the rippers and i and i and i was uh i was I was doing, uh, I, I was taking, you know, I, I didn't, also didn't shave during that time, so I had a nice little, like, K-fed beard going on, uh, and so I had to, uh, I, I was, well, I want to reassure you that I'm not, like, completely letting myself go and, and being just a nasty person in that I, we have a lot of, uh, hygienic, uh, towelettes, here at the house, <laughs> that I, or, or as I like to call them, uh, you know, wet wipes. You call them Renish squares. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh, oh. Well. Okay, while well, Alex is down the well. I, speaking of shaving, I actually shaved my entire beard off. I'm completely clean shaven for the first time in a year. Hey. And and my yeah. good my goodness, I don't like it. I, it, I barely recognize myself in the mirror. It's really, it kind of creeps me out. I, I look like a, to- a cross between a toddler and a boiled potato. Yeah. It's not a good look. And I think boiled I figured potato. it out. I think I figured out why I really like to have a beard because it kind of elongates my face. And I feel like it's not that I have a scrunched up face. It's that my face, where it would be on a normal person's head, is just kind of moved <laughs> a couple inches down. Like my face... I have a big forehead, but it's not because my head is big. It's because my face is actually pushed down like two inches. Like it sits too low. Mm. It's be- my mouth is below the waterline. You can't live like that. It is. You, I mean, so without without a uh, without a beard, it's throwing everyone, including yourself, off. Because it is. I mean, because there's because so like much head our up brain. There. Well, our brain is subconsciously telling us that you should be drowning. Exactly. Your brain is sitting there saying, where's his chin? Where did it go? What happened? It's, it's just like straight from his mouth to his clavicle. How's that possible? Do we have any more anatomy jokes?
But Jesse, did you hear whenever I said earlier that about the joke about the marshmallow guy from Mario RPG? Yes, I did hear the joke about Mario. <laughs> I did hear that. My mic wasn't plugged in. Just My wanted mic to wasn't throw that back point, up there. Yeah, I just wanted, just wanted to, to throw that. Hey, one did back you hear that when uh, when I totally insulted your gross body? Did you hear that? <laughs> I want to make I sure you like, hear that. I, Jesse, I really like marshmallows, and I like your body. Hey, Jesse. So. <laughs> You know what I'm imagining? Like your face looks like now, like like a biscuit. It's pretty close. Yeah, that's Just good. Just imagining like like you shaved it off and below it was biscuit. Because <laughs> 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 to recap, to recap, you you had a beard. No, I had. But a you beard. also have you have the body of like Big League Chew. And I think if you're gonna marry your white skin with Big League Chew, you're gonna get like a biscuit essentially. <laughs> You're not That's wrong. So beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's buttery and glistening in the sun. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 pretty much the three of us. We have we have Alex who's the gallant Stamos like uh you know, Adonis. We have the raw masculine energy of Renish, and then we have uh, a biscuit on top of a pile of big league chew. That's the three of us. We <laughs> yeah. can rule the world. Yep. Yep. This has been Wizard Opinions, episode 25. <laughs> well, this is the 25th episode? This is the 25th episode. This the is season 25th two. Episode. This is episode one of season two. We're at the quarter life of Wizard Opinions. Wait, do you have something Wait, planned? you're saying that Wizard Opinions <laughs> is only going to be 100 episodes? What are you planning? Well, let's be honest. If you guys get to 100, <laughs> it'll be a minor miracle. <laughs> Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. I don't know. I didn't make a decision about how I felt about you doing improv. I'm just still processing that you've done it. Yeah, I mean, I it's uh, I did improv. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I did not have enough time to maintain improv along with all my other hobbies. So mm. goodbye, improv. But I started a podcast. And that's oh. kind of what I do now. Oh, well, that's legitimate art. End of podcast. End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs>